Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon here on a Tuesday on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO, where we're going to talk sports with you for the next couple of hours. Thanks for spending some of that time here with us, the BMW of Des Moines guest list. Uh, we will start at the bottom of the hour baseball conversation. Our friend Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com. He covers Major League Baseball there. Uh, he will join us as the uh, playoff teams are set. There are still a couple of things up uh, for um, seeding purposes that we can get into. But for the most part, I think the, the fields um, are it's coming together for Wild Card Weekend that begins on Friday and will conclude on Sunday. Uh, so Matt Snyder will be first up. Dave Sinekin is going to join us. He covers the Packers for zone coverage. Now, the reason we want to get him on the uh, air today is, I believe it's tomorrow, There he's part of a charter that's headed over to London uh, to catch the Packers and the Giants. He's taking a group of uh, Packer fans over there with him. Uh, so I want to get some of the particulars on that. You know, as, as much as uh, if, if to go see one of those games, I obviously would have to leave Ankeny. Yeah, that's a big but That big is ask. for me. Yeah. That kind of sounds seems like fun. I mean, you watch the people in the stands, uh-huh. and you see all the pubs and the crawl, the pub crawl on the Friday and the Saturday leading up to the game on Sunday. You know what, Trent? That kind of moves my needle. Eric Zamora? Yes. He was over yeah. there and saw was a lot he? of his pictures. Yeah. For the Vikings, his Vikings game? Yeah. And Very nice. Looked like he had a great time. You know, they were... Where is he now? Is he over on Eastern Island? Cedar Rapids, yeah. Yeah. And you, just looking at the pictures, I mean, just looked absolutely incredible. Like you said, hitting up the pubs and uh-huh. doing all the thing. and Eating cool, some fish and chips. Right. Cool stadium. You know, just yeah. a different way of, of different kind of viewing experience. It looked like he had a really good time. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. Now... A little more difficult sell. Yeah, two kids. No, I get well, it. not just that, but my wife's a Vikings fan. I'm a Bears fan. Yeah. They're not going to put a divisional game over there. No, probably not. You wouldn't think. But it would still be pretty cool. I would love to you know, spend a couple of days in, in uh, tour rural England, mm-hmm. You know, some of the castles and stuff. And I just think it would be fun. You can do it this summer. No, I, I, well, there's no game on this summer. Well, Oh, there's baseball over there, though. There's baseball. Who's and- playing? Is it... Uh, Cups, cards? That sounds right. I think it is. How about you hit that? I also won two tickets to the British Open. You know what? I remember you saying that. Yeah. You were part of the, the lottery draw. I, I hit the lottery. And how many how many years have you been playing that in the Masters lottery? Oh, Masters probably 15 and British Open maybe five, something like that. Never and, never had anything on the Masters. It's not the whole four rounds, though, correct? Did correct. You? It's an individual day. And I happen to get Saturday tickets for ah, the British Open. Good. I mean, the best one. Yeah where you can actually watch it on TV, the final round that right. really matters the most. Where the is the British next year? It is at Liverpool, Royal Liverpool. And, of course, you're going to do what with those tickets? Uh, well, maybe we'll talk to some clients. If not, that's not bad. StubHub. Yeah. So you actually get, you can resell them. I got to check into that. Yeah. I also got two kid tickets that came along with it that are free. That's unbelievable. If you win the lottery and you get... Kids under 18 also get into the event. So how much free. do you think that's worth of the, that prize package that you won? I, I looked at the tickets, and for a Saturday round, normally they go for $250, Now, are we talking pounds or are we talking no, that's American a, I, dollars? I did the conversion, yeah, to make sure on that, too. But yeah, it's $250, 300 something like that's that. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, um, 
Now I got to see if I can actually sell them, yeah, or, or find or, a client, or find a client that yeah. might want to head over there. But it does seem so fun. So, anyways, back to our uh, the uh, BMW to mine guest list. Sinekin is going to join us on the Packers. Uh, re uh, recap last week, preview this week. But as much as anything, I want to find out what they're going to do over there because it does look like a pretty cool yes. time. Um, and I mean, what what's the price point of that? Do you think? I mean, obviously, you can spend as much as you want, and you can stay at a Super Eight or you can stay <laughs> right. at a Four Seasons. You do one of those; those are always more expensive when you kind of have that all inclusive package with mm-hmm. everything, with the charter flight and everything included. I don't know, maybe five grand, double occupancy, something like that, 10 total for, mm-hmm. for you and somebody to go with you. Would you rather that do that than one of those Viking River cruises? Because that looks pretty cool, too. A Viking River cruise? Oh, you don't watch TV. You know, I, I wrote that in my notes over the weekend. i got to ask Condon on Monday at some point. Trent, the Andy Reid State Farm commercial, it is priceless. And you're going to look at me and go, huh? Huh? I never stay on the How channel. can you not see? And I get it. You got two kids, and when a commercial comes, it's it's kid time. Yeah. You know, leave me alone. Dad will be with you in a minute. As soon as they go to commercial, uh-huh. this is the last play of the quarter. I'll be right there. And it's running over, and it's fixing a toy, or it's getting a snack, or it's <laughs> right. doing whatever it is. Yeah, bath, running a bath. Or, uh-huh. And you've got uh, the feet up in the recliner, just like waiting for 830. Um <laughs> But it's really good. It is really, really good. You know what else is a good commercial? And I know you haven't seen this one. The Devontae Adams Taco Bell commercials. I have seen that. You one, have. Where he's got the Taco Bell in his house? Yes. Yes, I, I have seen have that. Have you one. seen the new one that came up where breakfast hours just changed as he's walking down the hall from his bedroom into the. And they sw- switch from breakfast to lunch. <laughs> and who hasn't that happened to, uh-huh, right? When you yeah. go to McDonald's drive yep. through or whatever, and it's 10.59, uh, breakfast is over. Sorry, there's nothing we can do, and you're so pissed off anyways. Yes. Uh, but the Andy Reid commercials. Really I'll, I'll put it on the list. Yeah, you have to. It's okay. terrific. It's terrific. And I know I'm not alone. At least I, I don't think I'm alone uh, in uh, in feeling that way. Uh, the game last night, um, what did we learn last night about this uh, NFC West in particular? And I get it, it's overreact to one game, but mm-hmm. are we? Because I'm not sure. The I think the Rams clearly have a Super Bowl hangover. Yes. Um, and maybe it's OBJ uh, that, that they miss. Mm-hmm. And how about the spot that he is in? He essentially, after week 10, can look at the standings, look at the roster, mm-hmm. who needs help, and where might I repeat? And choose that team, assuming they have cap room. That's a really good spot to oh, be. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got everything there. You know, with the Rams... I think you're right. There's that hangover. Mm-hmm. They're still talented. Yep. It's it's not a talent question. I don't think with them, they just figure you know we'll show up, we'll go ten and seven, get to the playoffs, and mm-hmm. and, see and where they might from there. And, and then they might. Yeah. They're not going to get a top two seed. I don't think they're so. not going to win. I don't think that division. Uh uh-uh. But they're still talented enough that they're going to get there. Yep. And the Stafford injury that looked. Concerning in the preseason, it's mm-hmm. fine now, right? I think, yeah, yeah, he's fine. I mean, he got how many sacks did he take last night? Six or seven? He was being brutal. Oh my god! What uh, do we say about the 49ers, though? Well, a, a team that we are both heavily invested in, and we both said two through fifty-three. It's as good a roster as you're going to find in the NFL. Uh-huh. And Garoppolo last night was good. No, yes, he was good. He was good. Yeah, I was going to tap the brakes a little bit. You know what? He was good last night. And Debo Samuel is great. Was well, really good. And so was George Kittle in that touchdown <laughs> yeah. pass. Boy, God, Kittle! Does anybody have more fun? I mean, I'm sure it's a list of players. That his have first fun catch in the of the NFL. day, you could just see the smile on oh, his face. Absolutely, and, finally got targeted, made yeah. a tough play. Was surrounded by uh, by Rams and Jimmy G put the ball right into that very tight window. And um, yeah, good game. I, the, the Niners are going to be a pain in the you know what. Now, obviously, injuries are going to play a huge factor. Mm-hmm. You got to keep Nick Bosa. Unlike his brother Joey, he's going to yeah. miss significant time. Um, I have Rams. No, I don't. I have Niners 
Chargers as my Super Bowl pick. I kind of feel good on one of the sides. It would be the San Francisco it's side. It's the San Francisco side, yeah. yeah. Injuries have just decimated, I think, the Chargers. And then when I realized the Chargers, the Chargers, and what was I thinking, as you remind me. The 49ers, this is what they have coming up. At the Panthers. Win. At the Falcons. Atlanta, Atlanta's better than better. we think. Yes. Yeah, better than we thought. Home for the Chiefs. Wow. Great game. Wow. What is that a prime timer? 325. All right. And then at the Rams, another 325 yeah. before their bye week. So th- these next two weeks, though, if we're talking about San Francisco putting themselves in position to be, you know, two, three seed, mm-hmm. something like that, you got to get these two roadies. Where do you rank them in the NFC? Are they behind the Eagles in your mind? Yeah. I mean, they still have two losses. Uh-huh. And, to two and how did Denver beat that, uh, beat that football How did the Bears beat that team? No, I know. Yeah. Right? It's, Week it's one. the NFL. It's, it's more so how did the Bears beat them than Denver, because Denver's kind of better team than the right. Bears. Boy, the Bears are bad, man. They're awful. They're terrible. They have two wins, and I don't know if they'll double it. They'll double it, but not much more than that. Yeah. I'm, um, it's, it's, I have a ticket for worst record. Do you? With the Bears. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're still very much alive. I'm alive in that one. Houston's 0-3-1. Houston's and the Bears have a win against Houston. Yeah. Houston's a better team than if would have should have they should have they yeah. should have beat Denver. They should have beat Denver. They should have won Week One. Mm-hmm. Davis Mills isn't awful. He's fine. He's okay, right? He's a placeholder until you find yes, the next. Yes, there, there's worse quarterbacks in the league, and then he'll be a very competent backup for a very right. long time. Right, 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 right. That's not a bad place to be. No, no, it's not. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, Niners are going to be a, a, a. So you put them behind the Eagles and the Packers. I don't think I think Green Bay's beatable. They are beatable. They, New England had them on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Well, Bailey Zappi. How about that? Bailey Zappi. You know what? I mean, um, Brock Purdy was one hit away from getting into that football game last night against those Rams. I never thought in a million years that this kid would be in this spot. Good for him. Yeah, not at this point. Either. No, no, absolutely You're not. You're three or four. Yeah, practice squad. Yeah. He's going to be, he's going to move around. He's not going to stay in one place because he's not going to be good enough to stay in one place. Mm-hmm. But good for you, Brock Purdy. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't played snap in the in the regular season yet, but just the fact that he's put himself in a in the position he is in, good for him. And how many times is that? I mean, think of like Ricky Stancy. He was a backup for three for, years. Yep, yep. And he never never threw a pass. A, yeah, never threw a pass. Yep. In an NFL game, even as the backup, I thought I missed on him. I thought he would because I liked his arm. I did too. I thought he. Had enough mobility mm-hmm. that he'd be able to stick. Now he stuck around for seven years. Was it that long? Six, seven years. I think that was the range that he was in the league, but never got that pass mm-hmm. attempt. That's got to be frustrating too. Yeah, if he's in a lot of team pictures, and he's, if he was on the roster, because I think it's three years your NFL pension kicks in. Is that what you know? It is? Told me that Tyler Sash told me that we did an event together at Prairie Meadows. I don't know. It was after their Super Bowl win because he bought his Super Bowl ring. And we were giving away a trip to a a Hawkeyes Bowl game. Mm -hmm. I don't remember which one it was. But um, we had some time together, and he couldn't have been any nicer. He really couldn't have been. Yeah. Um, Just picking his brain. And he told me that it was at the year he was hurt that he needed to get to the end of this year so we'd be vested in the NFL pension plan. Um, rest his soul. Yeah. Uh, anyways. All right. So, um, but just a couple of notes on baseball. We're going to talk to Matt Snyder at the bottom of the hour. Albert Pujols, the beat goes on, right? <laughs> I mean, crazy. 703. Uh, not only did he obviously pass 700, <laughs> but now he's passed Babe Ruth as far as number two all time is driving in runs. Uh, what a career. What a story that continues to be written. And again, we said it with like 15 seconds left in the show yesterday. 
but knew we'd get to it today. What the Cardinals did on Sunday, taking out the three, um, you know, cornerstones of today's franchise uh, in Adam Wainwright, Albert Pujols, and Yadier Molina at the same time, and allowing the sellout crowded Bush to salute that trio um, was really cool television. It really was. It was the Cardinals organization, no surprise, doing things mm-hmm. right. Best fans in baseball, and yep. we can make fun of that because it's very. It's beating, every fan base it, in it's baseball. There's beating always, their own chest, sure. And, but there's always a portion of every fan base that's that way. Absolutely. There's a little arrogance in the air, but when you have an organization Look that well run, right? you can puff your chest up, chest up because... Death, taxes, Cardinals in the playoffs. And we have our team set now in the yeah, Major we League did, Baseball so we're, playoffs. We're essentially waiting on two things, right? We're, we're the sixth seed in the, in the National League. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner of the Braves-Mets. Braves lost yesterday. Mets rained out. They'll play a double dip today. Braves win one game, and it doesn't matter what the Mets do. Yep. They're in. So I think you can put the Braves, you can move the Braves into the playoffs as the two seed. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardinals are going to get the three seed. They will get either the Phillies right now or the Padres. And is what's left that for that? What do the Padres need to do? Win a game or have the Phillies lose a game? Padres and Phillies are separated currently by a game. I don't know who has the tiebreaker between the two if it gets to that point. But right okay. now the Padres are a game up uh, for the fifth seed. Now, who would you rather play? The Padres or the Phillies go into this week yep. knowing you're either going to play the Mets or the Cardinals. Well, the Mets are going to throw out a one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Of sure Although they did this past weekend, and the Braves hammered them. Now, that Braves a pretty good lineup. Yes, but that was also one weekend. Uh-huh. Looking at a big picture, you got to win two out of three on the road. Yeah. Who would you rather do it against, the Mets with those two or the Cardinals? It's an easy decision, it's, isn't it? You'd rather, play the Cardinals you'd rather be the sixth seed right now. Yeah, absolutely. You would rather every be day the sixth seed. Every day of the week. Now, here's the other thing. If you do pull off the upset yeah, and win yeah. that, here you go. Here is the Dodgers that have won 110 games this well, season. Well, look, at, um, eventually you would think you're going to have to get through them anyways yeah. to get to where you want to get through. better to play early as opposed to late? That's just it. Shorter series. And it's a it, good point. It's a five-game series, mm-hmm. and they won't have played in a week. Yeah, you get that game won. They're mm-hmm. a little lethargic, whatever mm-hmm. it is. You win a 2-1 game. Yep. Off and running now. All of a sudden, you're two games away from moving on to the NLC. Trent, that's brilliant. The divisional series is five games. You want the six seed? Yes. Is what we're saying? Yes. You would rather have the six seed as opposed to the five. In the, I, I think in the in the, um, in the American League as well, you'd rather have the six, wouldn't you? Cleveland's playing well. They are. Um, I think whoever plays Toronto, and I think it's going to be Seattle. I think Toronto gets to host. They're the four seed. They've mm-hmm. locked that up. So they're either going to see Tampa Bay, who give them fits. Or Seattle, who's got a pretty good one, two, three. Start. Well, Robbie Ray was bad in his last start. He has not been great here as of late. Uh huh. But going back to his old team where he won the Cy Young the year before. Mm-hmm. Now, the Gilbert kid, he's been incredible. Uh-huh. And, and the depth of these young guys, of course, Castillo, who they got in the trade deadline yep. from the Reds. Who would start? I would, he'll start on Friday. I would think so, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's a Him good... versus Manoa? But you don't have to worry about that Seattle crowd. No. I mean, in that first round series. It's, yeah. It's all there. I, I heard, heard the Toronto crowd is going to be pretty amped up, too. Oh, yeah. Dave Sims, who had the what call. What a call. What a call. As Seattle ended the longest drought in North American mm-hmm. sports history, not being in the playoffs. An incredible a walk-off call. Mm-hmm. Home run walk-off call. Heard him uh, yesterday. He was on the Tony Kornheiser podcast. And just hearing his story. He was a newspaper writer. Is that right? He was a newspaper writer for a long time. Uh-huh. Started to do just a little play-by-play. In yeah. fact, Bill Cosby. Got him the job at Temple. 
yeah. Bill Cosby before Bill right. Cosby of what we know today. Right. But got him the job at Temple. He's like, I That's really like this. That's where he started. And then... Doing basketball? Doing basketball. Basketball and I think football for Temple. Started to get some you know side gangs, ESPN mm-hmm. Plus, whatever it is, one mm-hmm. of those type of things. And, and it went from there and ultimately got the job with the Seattle Mariners. Still is in New York <laughs> in the offseason. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, a really, really cool story and, and a good guy and one of the few African-American broadcasters. Yes, he is. True. In Major League Baseball. Yep. I think there was only three guys that he named. Mm. Just has been something that wow, not been able to. Also, we know the TV guys, postseason comes. They're out. They're out. I mean, they're, The they're, Mariners, though, are going to have him do some eddings Right, I was going to say, some, they're going to elbow their way into yes, the, into the as radio. As they book. should. I agree, I agree. If you're the radio guy, it's, uh, you, you wonder. Yeah. Now, I think you've got to understand, right? Those guys, if it, even if it's four, five, and six, they've got to be part of the broadcast. Absolutely. Um, you think Dan McLaughlin's not going to be a part of it, right? Yeah. Of course he's going to be. Um, yeah, I, I totally understand it. Uh, so, betting-wise. Oh, okay. I see what direction you want to go here. You can't bet the – you can't – you can't take a team that the gets Dodgers, a buy. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I was going to say, but I, I think the Yankees are are, are beatable. I, I, think, I think they're very beatable. Of the four teams that are going to get the buy, how would you rank those? Dodgers, Dodgers Astros, Braves, Yanks? Yeah. I, I think we have it in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's good. So let's get the numbers up here, and let's take a look and see what the future numbers are. We're talking to win a World Series or win a pennant? Uh, give me the World Series. To win the World Series. Well, those top four are your favorites. Dodgers plus 315, Astros plus 385, Braves are 5-1, to one, and the Yankees are 11-2 plus 550. So we get past that group. The second cho- uh, the first choice out of that next tier is the Mets. They're 8-1. to one. Mm, Because of that heavy heads mm-hmm. at the top of the rotation. And then here's this gap. You, from 8-1, to one, you just from said? From 8-1. To, to double digits, and what is it? Two teams are both 20-1. to one. That big of a gap? The Cardinals and the Blue Jays are both 20 to 1. They are next on this list to win the World Series. Huh. Seattle and the Padres, 28 to 1. The Phillies, the Guardians, and the Rays are all 33 to 1. Hmm. So all those teams are your long shots at 33 to 1 to win the World Series. Is there one that moves your needle? A big price? A double digit price? Maybe your Blue Jays just because they can rake so well. That's and and they've got Manoa and they've got Gossman mm-hmm. and if they get Barrios on a good day, they've got uh, Romero at the back of the bullpen. He's really good. Um, you know, I got them. I'm holding the World Series ticket. <laughs> I've got them at nine to one. I have them before the season. I got them. I think at plus twelve fifty. Yeah, so you're even better than me. <laughs> yeah, I got them at nine. Good God, I couldn't get them at twenty to one here yeah. after the whole season when I had my money tied up. Anybody long shot jump out to yeah, you? Yeah, Toronto. Yeah, but I'm a Jays fan, so you got to sure. take that with a grain of salt. Uh, Cleveland's a nice story, but I don't, I don't think they have a chance. No. I don't think the Phillies have a chance. Um, uh, no, Padres have talent, but not that. I much. I got a bunch of Padres tickets too. Yeah. So out of the top group, you just laying it with. I've already, I'm already looked at. I don't have, a, I don't have a single ticket on the Yankees. I don't have. I do have the Braves. I do have. Uh, a bunch of Dodgers and a bunch of Astros. Oh, okay, you're in good shape. I think I am. I surround these things, Trent. I'm the Yankees going to... will win the 2022. Well, that's World just Series. it. And you know what? And then who knows? Going to win the Super Bowl, the Chiefs? Because I'm, I'm not going to buy buy a ticket on them too. I leave out a couple. I never make a huge profit. I got a chance to, mm-hmm. but as long as I get my money back, I feel like you know what? You had a ball, and that's how I like to bet sports. So I you're... hate betting games. 
You haven't been great at it. No, I'm not good at it. I don't want it. I hate it. I hate looking at a game through a gambler's eye. Yeah. I get pissed off, and I and I don't think I do my job properly. I think I bring it over to uh, 10 to noon. Uh, don't want that. Part no, absolutely not. Speaking of that, we're going to give away some tickets um, to the KX and Obash. Boy, the response to this has been mm-hmm. really, really good. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. So have you heard the... Um, kind of the particulars about the event no no there's gonna be alcohol right yeah, well yeah okay that's um that was number one for me i haven't heard a lot but i guess uh we're all gonna be on the stage at one part at one point did you know that no see we don't get the do we company- have to sing a song i don't know what we have to do we don't get the company emails <laughs> we don't no <laughs> so trent and i aren't employees if you're new to our show yeah. right we, we're not all the rest of the crew is we have a different arrangement here um so we don't but apparently we're going to be up on the stage at some point Interesting. So we got to talk. I, well, what else? We got to do, do a show. I mean, are we just you and me just going to banter about sports and gambling? No, I, I don't think so. Okay, I don't know what we're going to do, but huh. we'll, we'll find out. But anyways, it's going to be a fun night. Um, the, the station's twenty-one years of age um, on January the first. I remember vividly when the December they launched on January. I think it was the first uh-huh. of two thousand one. December of two thousand of two thousand. Working at the jock with Dyer, nine forty is a sports station. Are they the uh, the ticket? The ticket, big ticket, big ticket, um, and fourteen sixty went into what they call stunting, okay. and they did a clock, <laughs> and what are they doing over there? What's uh-huh. coming? There's kind of the buzz, right? And then we found out it's going to be a sports station. And all of a sudden, from being told four years ago that, look, sports talk is just not going to fly in the Des Moines market. It's not big enough. Uh-huh. There's no professional teams. This is a waste of time. It is never going to work. We've done our research. Four years later, there's about to be three. So our our thought process at the jock was it's the same people that have WHO. Mm-hmm. It's Probably don't just ignore them because it's in all likelihood going to have some backing behind it. Yeah. But our thought, well, well, who the hell are they going to get to put on the air? Yes. Because there wasn't a plethora of people that, you know, could do this. That's just it, right? Um, Not that Terrell and I did necessarily. Maybe I did more than him because of Prairie Meadows. Sure. But, um, But, yeah, so that's... And then they went live. So anyways, if you want to come out and be a part of this, we'll give you an opportunity later in the program to win uh, that opportunity to come out and join. There's going to be hundreds of people there. It's going to be great. It's going to be such a Woolies. fun time. You think November you're sneaking out real early? No, no. You're going to have a fun time. No, I'm sneaking out real early. Not real early. Um, I do want to be, if Let's we do want this... When we're on the stage and everybody's looking at the stage, I'm yeah. going to sneak out the back. That's your plan? That's the plan, I'm going to block that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll take our first time out of the morning. We're going to talk baseball when we come back. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Watch the Andy Reid commercial. I will. Okay. I'll put, I'll put it up right now. What, you, know, you can find it? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, did anyone tweet the Miller and Condon account that seen and said, Condon, how can you not see this? No. Uh, the only thing that we got, I think, the, this morning was that the Phillies have the tiebreaker over the Padres. Phillies will get the, All the right, end of because you put that up. Yep. Um, well, interesting. Um, it's going to be fun. October, folks, it's the best month, and I will. I refuse to listen to anybody else that says it's not. I just won't. March is good. It's great. October's better. October's better.
October's good. It has football. It has football. It has conference football. Trent, I, I, the, uh, one week from tonight, I know you're pumped up. It's the start of the NHL season. Oh, God. <laughs> NBA? When uh, do they start? You. When's the NBA start? Aren't Soon. they October? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're in preseason. Keegan Murray went bananas yesterday. He did, did see didn't that? even start. He's going to be really good, isn't yes, he? he is. Did you think so? No. I mean, this time last year? No. Of course not, right? No, I did. Thought... Okay, so fast forward to February. What kind of pros are going to be, Trent? Fine. Yeah. Could he be a star? Could he be an all-star? Could it be one of the top what? 30 players in the league? Uh, can we reconvene? Yeah. <laughs> Need to see a little more. One preseason game, not quite yeah, enough. No. And a couple of summer league games. 10-25, Miller and Condon, Matt Snyder next, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Bobby Thompson had done it, and Yogi read the comics all the while. Rock and roll was being born, marijuana we would scorn. So down on the corner, the national pastime went on trial. We're talking baseball, Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball. Oh, it was a different world, wasn't it? It just seemed like Bella, the scooter. The just different times. Good stuff. I'm Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We are talking baseball, and we're doing so with our friend Matt Snyder, who joins us every single week during the regular season throughout the playoffs as well. Then we get him in the hot stove league, and we're grateful to do so. Hello, Matt. Welcome. How are you? I'm excited. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, maybe trying to lay low the next few days if I can before a big month. But it's, uh, it's always a lot of fun. No, it truly is, and I, and I, I'm, I'm with you. I saw your tweet a couple of days ago. I think you used the word giddy <laughs> at yeah. some point, and I felt, you know what? I feel the same way as my friend Matt Snyder, uh, and can't wait. I mean, these next two nights, Matt. So tonight and tomorrow night. There's seemingly not going to be, once we get to Wednesday, I'm not sure how much drama is going to be left, right? Because Washington, the Mets, got a double dip today. It might be meaningless if the Braves take care of business. What's left? Might we have something to, um, you know, to, to, to watch tomorrow night that'll go a long way in these playoffs, at least the wild card round seating wise? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's surely, surely the Braves aren't going to lose again to the Marlins. If they do, and the Mets, if it's a doubleheader day, would win both, then, then there's something there. Uh, you've got wild card seeding there. So, uh, but I mean, and, and it could be important, I guess, on the NL side, if you're either the Padres or the Phillies, maybe you would rather play the Cardinals and the Mets, but the Cardinals are really good. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, and on the AL side, now that the Guardians had such a good month, um, it's not like it looked heading to September where you would have thought if you're in the position of the Mariners and the Rays right now, you should be throwing these last two games to try to face the Guardians instead of the Blue Jays. Uh, the Guardians are actually good now. 
so that so it's it's more just who's going to play whom uh, in the wild card round. As long as the Braves don't choke two more two two games against the Marlins, which that seems like it would be more in the Mets wheelhouse than the Braves. <laughs> Certainly so, has been. I, yeah, so I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't really think there's that much intrigue there. I mean, we still are seeing if Judge is going to hit 62, which I feel like almost everybody's tired of that by mm-hmm. now. Yep. Uh, so it's more like we're just kind of we're just kind of laying low until Friday, I guess. So the playoff schedule is out. Of course, we don't know what teams will be at one point, but it's going to be wall-to-wall baseball starting on Friday afternoon and leading up through that opening three-game salvo. So our first look kind of at this structure of the playoffs. Before it begins, your thoughts on it, how you feel about it, how excited you are about it, and are there any tweaks that could be on the horizon, or do you think this thing is here to stay here for at least the next couple of years? Well, anytime you add playoff teams, it does devalue the regular season. Uh, whether we go all the way back to when the regular season champions just met in the World Series, I, I don't think it would have been horrible if we just went straight to a Dodgers Astros World Series right now, for example. <laughs> um, but like you said, like I said, anytime you add teams, it devalues the regular season a little bit. Mm-hmm. I do like, even though the one game wild card format was really awesome, really fun to watch. It makes more sense to have three games in a wild card round. Baseball is a game of series. Um, and I think ultimately, even if it does devalue the regular season, the games themselves are going to be so fun to watch. And we've got so many playoff games. And with it only being a three-game series in the first the first round, every single game takes on added significance. So game one it's going to be like it's already, you know, a, a 2-2 series in a seven-game series and you're in game five, you know, and we all know how big a game five is in that case because then you're almost on the verge of clinching it if you win. So it, that's going to be really fun just to see how many games there are and, uh, you know, we'll see how it turns out getting through the gauntlet. But I think historically speaking, if, if like, the Dodgers win 111, 112 games and they don't make the World Series, that's just another – example of how much we've devalued the regular season but in the moment watching the games unfold it's still going to be really fun uh let's uh, do some managers before we get back into some of these matchups and then so i do want to get to the positive because this orioles i loved this story i really did i mean they're going to finish above 500 which is well yeah. they got a, they're 500 right now that's the worst they can be assuming they beat the blue jays tonight or tomorrow uh but but manager we saw tony la Russa, uh his career seemingly come to an end now there was some reports that he still wanted to manage uh this was last week i think cappy told us that david kaplan told us that at one point uh i i can't see that happening it clearly didn't you know work out the way that they thought it would him showing up on the south side of chicago what do you think uh, white Sox fans are saying about the la Russa era uh on the on, in uh, with the white Sox? i i think they're cursing it uh, they did make the playoffs last year but it, it it often felt like, man, they should be a little better. They should be better. And then they got bounced by the, the Astros and the ALDS, so they didn't win a playoff series. Um, and, and then this year was a colossal failure. And to the point that, give him credit for being accountable, but in his statement, LaRusa just straight up said, hey, I failed this year. I didn't do my job. Um, and it's only been a two-year stint. So I think you have to look at it as a, as a net failure and uh, that stint, yeah, it was just a, a bad hire from the get-go. And I think a lot of us knew that and, and believed that it wouldn't turn out well. And it, it was easy to say, well, they won the division the first year, but it wasn't a very good division. 
overall. And the White Sox had a ton of talent. They could have won with a lot of different managers. Uh, it, it, it feels like Rick Renteria has now gotten the raw end of, of deals twice. Yeah, good um, point. It did work out with the Cubs winning the World Series, and, and we don't know for sure if he would not have won the World Series, but it just seemed like just because Madden became available, Renteria got kind of screwed mm-hmm. there. And then on the White Sox move, that one just made no sense at all. Um, yeah. Let's go to the Twins. My team, speaking of what disappointments, it, it has been epic, and Ken and I are both holding tickets over 78 and I a half d- I wins. I had the money spent. And now we need to win the last two games of the year to get over the hump and, and get that victory. And so means a little hedging starting tonight with the White Sox. But that aside, Falvey and Levine, they've improved the organization as the GM and assistant GM roles that they have. But going to the scrap heap year after year for bullpen has not worked. The starting pitching that they haven't worked, these, hey, you know, if they just stay healthy and the guys have not stayed healthy. I'll overlook at the organization as a whole and, and the future. There's talent. Health is a concern. Yeah. Pitching has not worked, though, like it had for both those guys at their previous stop. Yeah, they definitely – well, I mean, first of all, they won 73 games and finished last last year. Mm-hmm. So there, it, it is a step forward, even though it's been a, a major collapse. But they did put a lot of resources into the major league product this year, and it looked like it was coming to fruition there in the first six weeks to two months. And, uh, yeah, ever since then, in, in, in starting pitching, it looks like the Joe Ryan move was a win. But other mm-hmm. than that, you know, going out and getting Bundy and Archer, those, I, I've said it before, those kind of looked like Band-Aid on a broken leg mm-hmm. type, type moves. And it, it, like it was a desperation move, like, please, please, please have this work out. Sunny grade trade made sense, mm-hmm. and, and he's been good. But, again, it's just a lot of it was patchwork. And like you said, in the bullpen with the scrap heap. And some teams can do that. Teams like the Rays, uh, they have a good infrastructure in terms of, you know, run prevention. And that's why they're able to plug in arms, almost any arms it seems. And a lot of teams now have these pitching factories, and they get guys in AAA who are kind of retreads or they have never been a major leaguer and they're they're finding out ways to exploit every single strength they have and get them into the bigs. It's not working for the Twins. So they need to find a way to switch gears there with the pitching. Offensively, they're probably in a, a decent enough place with enough pretty good players that even if they lose Korea and I expect them to, I would trust them enough on that end, but it's it's more on the pitching, and it just doesn't seem like it's working. So I don't think you can get rid of them yet, but, man, it, it may be another year, and if they're still stagnant and, and sitting in the 70s and wins, it might be time to move on. I, I'm with you. Speaking of that, uh, will, the, will the Royals move on from Athena? You have to think that they will. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, my, my guess is that they're going to go the way of the Tigers. Those were two of the older school front offices of baseball. And the Tigers just hired Scott Harris, who came from the Cubs under Epstein, and then the, the Giants under Zaidi. Uh, they're going to go more new school now. It, it looks like the, the Royals which would probably go in that same direction. And if they bring in a more new school mind, but Thaney just doesn't mesh there. So, so I, he, he'll, he'll be out as well. One, one more. Uh, if the Yankees get bounced in the divisional, is Aaron Boone in any trouble? I mean, they're going to win. They're not probably going to get to 100. They've got a chance. They're at 98. But is he in any trouble if they get bounced in the divisional round? Don't think so. Every indication is they love him and he's not going anywhere. And it, it might have been a question if 
they continued to limp toward the finish after that horrible August. But they've gone 19-7 and in their last 26 games now at this point, and they've righted the ship and are, again, running away with the division. And if, we, if the sequencing of their season in terms of their win-loss record was different, and we just at the start of the season said, with two games to go, they're going to have 98 wins and have clinched the division, have a seven-and-a-half game lead in the division, everybody would have said, oh, man, that's, that's probably better than we thought they were going to be. So he wouldn't have been in any trouble at all. So I think ultimately them getting the bye to the, the LDS round and winning the division in going away fashion, I think he's fine. Over two decades, Seattle gets in. We've talked about them. I didn't realize until last night, it had been since 2011 that the Phillies had not qualified. Yeah. That, that's a proud organization. Man, what a disaster that's last, really? last decade's been in Philadelphia. Well, it, yeah, it, it came to such a screeching halt, too. Remember, they won 102 games, maybe, in 2011, and the Cardinals bounced them in that Game 5 where Chris Carpenter, I believe they were shut out in Game 5. It's a play where Ryan Howard tore, Ryan Howard tore his Achilles mm, on the last Yeah, play. I remember that, yep. And then the next year, they just went 81-81, and 81, and that was that. Roy Halladay retired, uh, Cliff Lee, I, I believe, moved on, and, and they just then they had to go into their rebuild, and it hasn't gone as well as it could have. I mean, and they had the number one pick in there, and it was Mickey Moniak, and they just traded him in that deal to get Brandon Marsh. So they had a lot of things not go right in the course of that rebuild, and they needed this They needed this extra wild card, a sixth playoff team, to even be able to get in the playoffs. The funny thing about the Phillies is, and I've said it multiple times probably on this show, is they do have enough talent that if everybody was mm-hmm. right at the right time, they could win the World Series. If you look at the rotation with Nola, the way he threw last night against the Astros, Wheeler, Ranger Suarez, if you look at the offense, if everybody got going, they've got a bunch of uh, power hitters in that lineup to where they could go on a serious run. But you could also see them completely melting down and just getting swept into blowout games as well. So it's one or the other with these guys. I want to go to the uh, manager of the year of the National League. I mean, Dave Roberts' team's going to win. They've already won 110. I, might he finish fourth? I mean, Snitker, what he's doing, Showalter, what he's done with the Mets, and what Marmol has done with the Cardinals. Yeah. How would you vote? Actually, we just submitted our awards, and I actually did put Dave Roberts first. Did you? And, and my line of thinking was, everybody, those, those just the names you named, the, uh, those four have a great, great case. And I thought about Buck for a second. Mm-hmm. They ended up not winning the division, but they still could win 100 games. But they were up uh, 10 and a half at one point. I mean, yeah, that's a collapse. I obviously, yeah, I obviously thought about Snicker yeah. and Marmel as well. And I think there's a strong case for any of them. Yeah. But I was just looking at the Dodgers record, and I thought they have faced adversity. They have faced adversity with their position players mm-hmm. between Muncy's struggles, mostly early in the season, Bell- Bellinger struggling all season, They've had injuries in the in the rotation, uh, and they have 110 wins, 110. Yeah. And I just kind of thought, you know, just because their expectations are high doesn't mean he should get screwed over in this vote. Yeah. So I put him first. I mean, I'm glad you did because I you, I, I, you could make a case for the other three against the guy who won 110. Matt, we uh, talked about this a little bit earlier. Take the teams that will have a buy off of the equation to win the whole thing, to win the World Series. There's a big gap between those top four teams and everybody else. Out of that remaining yeah. group, who would you pick to win a World Series? Uh, man, they, see, there's a, there's a decent number of them that have a good case. 
this year. That's fun. Uh, the Mets, I think you have to circle back. It's easy to blame them for a collapse or whatever, but they still might win 100 games. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you've got Scherzer and DeGrom and Bassett in the rotation. You've got Edwin Diaz at the end of games. Mm-hmm. You've got Pete Alonso sitting in the middle of that order. If everything starts clicking, they're absolutely a strong threat. On the AL side, the Blue Jays are a very strong threat as well. Um, you, you, Gossman, Manoa in that rotation, if Barrios gets going as well. Romero at the back offense, of it. Yeah, and that offense, when they're humming, man, their top mm-hmm. to bottom can really, really hum. Um, I'm interested on the Mariners. I don't think they have near as much talent. The offense is way, so, way too inconsistent. But, you know, with Ray and Castillo in that rotation and one of the two youngsters, and then they have four solid back into the bullpen arms, if they can get Julio back and get him firing. And, and, and if you look at the names in that offense between Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker and Mitch Haniger, if everybody started to kind of be their version of their best self, kind of what we saw with the Braves last year, and you saw guys like Jorge Soler and Eddie Rosario raking, mm. If 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 everything clicked like that for the Mariners, they could absolutely make the run. I'm not predicting it. I don't think they will. But it's just something to think about there. I'll get you out of here on this. When we reconvene next week, the wild card will be behind, and I believe will be on the it'll be the day that the divisionals round starts because I think Monday they're off. Anyways, regardless of that, um, it'll be either t- uh, Tuesday or Wednesday next week it starts. Which three seed um, is packing the stuff away after this weekend? Uh, the Guardians might be. Mm-hmm. I know they've been really, really good in September, but the competition hasn't been the best. And being hot going to the playoffs doesn't always mean everything because if you look at the Guardians themselves in 2017 when they were the Indians. They were 33-4 and four down the stretch, and then they lost in the ALDS to the Yankees. Um, the Cardinals are not going to lose this round. I, I, whether they end up playing the Padres or the Phillies, I don't think matters. The Cardinals will win in advance. Um, I do think the Rays or Mariners pose a big, big problem for the Guardians, though. Mm. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Matt, as always, love this segment. Thank you for doing this. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Thank you, Matt. All right, take care. Thank you. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Uh, Good stuff out of Matt Snyder. Just real quick on this before we go to break. Mm-hmm. Something he said at the beginning of it. Uh, the Sick of the Aaron Judge, um, yeah. the cut-ins. Me too. Who writes the stuff for Sound Off? On Channel 13. Did you say, I mean, they're so good. For a local show, did mm-hmm. you watch I didn't watch it. They, they put out those clips, yeah, right? Yeah. So Murphy, Keith Murphy, it's about time he apologized, right? So he starts to apologize. And ten, 10 seconds into his apology, they cut into an Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the brains behind that over there? It's, it's a team effort. It's They're really good. They are. Locally, that's awesome. Anyways, good stuff out of you guys over at Sound Off on uh, WHO TV 13. We'll take a timeout. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Mince. Welcome back. Final couple of minutes here. First hour of the program. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. KXNO just saw this local tw- or this tweet from um, Las Vegas locally. Do you follow that? No, I don't either. But show oh Darren Ravel retweeted. It. Okay, Nevada dispensaries sold nine hundred and sixty-five million dollars worth of marijuana in two thousand twenty-two. You were at least a quarter of that. Well, I mean, some of that dollars is is our mine. That's true. Uh, one hundred and fifty-two million dollars in tax revenue. One hundred and fifty-two million. My gosh! Come on, Iowa. 
Never happened, TC. Never happened. Anyways, um, enough about that. But I just thought that's a pretty big number, is that it is not? Holy number. mackerel. Um, yeah, just, just bananas. Speaking of Twitter, last night I sent out a tweet that, uh, well, I received a, a lot of comments back for it. Oh, is it about the, the response to Pat Hardy? Yeah, so uh-huh. Pat Hardy just threw out a tweet last night as we saw, of course, Alaric Jackson playing for the Rams and talking about the 2019 offensive line, Treston Wirfs, Alaric Jackson, at the tackle spots, and in the middle, Tyler Linderbaum. Was there, do you remember, between um, Alaric Jackson and Tristan Wirfs, wasn't there a debate, at least early, which one of these two is going to be better? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right? There, remember there was, that? There was a lot of talk now. Uh-huh. The gap's pretty significant. Wirfs is one of the best point. in the league. Right. Jackson's good. Mm-hmm. Going vegan. Kind of wonder, after that, he wasn't maybe quite the same guy, mm-hmm. but regardless, he's a starting tackle in the NFL. No, you're it's right. It's pretty good. That team... Finished 97th in the country mm-hmm. in rush offense. Who was the offensive coordinator? With, with bookend offensive tackles, they're both starting in the NFL. And a center that is starting center, in the NFL. Yeah. Now, guard play wasn't good. Right. Paulson struggled. But, but three of the five were pretty strong. You're also in charge of recruiting. Uh-huh. You get three, and you still can't run the football. Three starting offensive linemen. There's this narr- lazy narrative out there, and it's happening a lot. When you talk about how brutal Brian Ferris has been as an offensive coordinator, it's awful. Well, this is just Kirk. This is, it doesn't matter who it is. Greg Davis is bad. He was a lot better than this. Mm-hmm. Ken O'Keefe, take a look at those numbers. And not just the 2002 team consistently, but at the very least a competent offense on the field. Competent. Not great, but okay. Average. Average. Yeah. This is nothing close to this. Brian Ferentz, his first year, 117th in the country in total offense. 92nd, 99th, 88th, 121st, and this year, of course, 130th out of 131 teams in total offense. This is incompetency. This is worse than it's ever been before. Do not blame Kirk. So how, what, how does it end? Fast forward. Roll it out. Same thing again. Because next year, you mean? Oh, Kirk's I, not firing you, son. I don't think he's. I don't think he. I don't. I agree with you, but I don't think he'll have to. I don't think he'll have to. I think Brian will do the right thing. He won't. I think he has. He, to. His arrogance is through the roof. Yeah, but it, it's he thinks bad. he knows the game no, better than maybe, anybody else. Maybe he does. But I mean, Doctor Ben and Lysakow, they had to sit and listen to that mm-hmm. dribble. For six, seven hours? Mm-hmm. Good God. You couldn't I, pay me enough. I, don't, I, I think, Trent, that he has to off himself. He won't. We'll and see. we know Gary Barton won't do it. No, we know that. We know that for sure. Um, and I, I'm with you. I don't think Kirk will, but I think you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, hour two, we're going to talk football. NFL. Vinny Iyer is going to be here at 1130 from the Sporting News. He covers the NFL. We'll do the league as a whole. But we're going to start with Dave Sinek and the head cheese dot.